Oh, the Lord, uh, the Lord is amazing, guys. You know. One worship good. <laughs> so I've been, um, I'm tying a couple things in today, and part of it has to do with worship, and part of it has to do with intercession. And I'm going to define a couple things because they intertwine a lot. So, um, um, and I, we're just going to jump right in if that's okay. Is that okay with everybody? And we'll do announcements or something later. Um, so, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you've already done. I thank you, Lord, that you've already been healing people, that you've already healed people of oppression and depression in this place already, that you have already healed some people's bodies right now, that you have shifted mindsets already. And thank you, Father, for what you are about to do in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just flow and continue flowing in this service. Thank you. Amen. So I'm going to start with Ephesians 5.19, and it says, Your hearts will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord Jehovah. Keep speaking to each other with words of Scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. So this morning we saw, we had some worship songs that we have sang before. We had a new worship song this morning, and the Lord moved in every bit of it. And, you know, you have to you have to come to a place where, you know what, it doesn't matter if you know the song or not, that you enter into that presence and just, if you don't know it, let me encourage you, if you have a hard time when you don't know a song to sing, let me just encourage you, just close your eyes and listen. And open your hands and just allow the Lord to speak to you because he's speaking you through these songs. And the things that he's saying, that last song says he sings over you. <laughs> and that comes from Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love he will no longer rebuke you, but he will rejoice over you with singing. The Lord sings over you. And I don't know if anybody of you have heard that before, that we don't just sing songs to the Lord, but he sings over you. Songs of rejoicing. And so we talk about, you know, once a person gets saved, there's celebrations in heaven, but he's also singing over you in, <laughs> in excitement for what you are doing or what you're called to do, what you are, when we're, when they're up here and we're worshiping, when you're down here, he's rejoicing and singing over you. And that presence just fills up your inner being and it's just so overwhelming and, and it just floods every single crevice, you know, every thought that we thought that we could, that we, that we in our flesh didn't realize was even a problem or an issue. All those places that had been such a struggle throughout our week, we enter into this moment of worship and praise, and all of a sudden there's no back pain, there's no weight anymore, there's no hurt, there's no there's there's nothing there when you when you allow yourselves 
to sit and wait upon the Lord and just honor him and reverence and praise. Worship is, is one of the most passionate things to my heart. And I feel that it's the, one of the Lord's most passionate things in his heart, too. And we talk about, I've talked about worship before, and it just becomes, you know, there's different, there's different levels of revelation as you go throughout understanding um, even the basics of our beliefs that we are to pray, we are to worship, we're to read our Bible, we are to um, encourage one another, we are to show love to one another, and there's different levels of revelations of what those mean. And so it's been, uh, it's been such a passion for me that I was here I think 7.30 this morning, and I turned on the worship, and I just sat here at the altar, and the Lord did something in me. And it, it, you can't even express or explain it. You just, you enter into this whole new realm. When you truly worship with all that you are, no matter what's going on in your life, when you step in and say, you know what, I don't care what's going on, I'm going to worship God because he is worthy. He's worthy of your worship. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you have struggles going on in your life. Were the struggles God's intent? Was, was pain God's intent for your life? No, it wasn't his intent for your life. He's still worthy of Everything. He created you and he created everything in such a definitive way that if anything was slightly different, it wouldn't have worked. And so he's worthy of our worship. He, we need to understand that, you know what, there may be something going on in our life, but when we enter in and we stand there before the presence of the Lord, not everybody's going to have a Paul moment where all of a sudden he just brightly shows up in the middle of the desert and he wasn't expecting it or even looking for him. He was off killing people. <laughs> he was on his way to kill people and God divinely showed up. That doesn't, it doesn't always happen for everybody like that. But when you, when you allow yourself those moments, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they will mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. And we can, most of us could probably quote that scripture. But do we truly understand what that means? When we wait in the presence of the Lord, that's where you get your strength renewed. You sit here, I've been standing here and I'm singing this song. How long do I got to wait until you don't have to? <laughs> it's different for each person. How much are you going through? You've, you've taken this much time to go through what you've been going through, and, a lot, and things have been building and building and building because you've been keeping it to yourself. You've been allowing it to go on that long. How long are you allowing yourself to wait in the Lord? There are times where I can take, it'll take like that, 
to get into the presence of the Lord. And then there's times where I have to take a couple of hours and be like, oh, I need to really get out of my flesh. <laughs> there's just a lot going on. There's so many distractions. This is happening on this side, and this is happening on this side. It's a holiday season. A lot of people are going through struggles. It's just hard. Especially, hey, here's COVID. Let's make everybody be separated. This per- this state can't even get together for for uh, Thanksgiving because they will get fined and they will get thrown in jail. I mean, there's there's so much going on. So sure, there's there's hard there's hard times. So you take a little longer. Is it worth it for you if you take a little longer? How bad do you want your breakthrough? Is your breakthrough worth two hours? Is your breakthrough worth a year? And I don't remember where I heard this, but I I saw this somewhere and it said, you want to see breakthrough in the people around you. So some of it is not about us. It's about other people that are around us. You want to see breakthrough in people around you. Then enter into worship and allow his presence to flow out of you. And his presence will do the rest. His presence flows out of you. We, we can say we accept Jesus into our heart. We are to take care of our temple. Why? Because he lives inside of us, right? So if we don't keep our temple clean, then we are, we are dirtying up the Lord's house inside of us so if he's in us where's his presence he needs to come out and you have to let him out and all these other things that build on are just trying to push his presence out of our life and we need to build it back up so if you're struggling and you're having a hard time with something this morning then there's your key to what you need is you need to get alone, and you need to take whatever time it takes. You say, well, I don't have a lot of time. Well, neither do I. I'm pretty sure everybody in this room can say, I don't have a lot of time. Somebody has school. I'm doing school online. You have school. You have church. You have work. You have friends that you got to uh, you got to hang out with and make sure that you're being accountable with. You've got fr- uh, families that you got to take care of. you got so much to do. Well, yeah. But where did all that come from? All of it came from God. You're not here without him. So if, is that not the most important relationship that we have? How do you shift the culture? How do you shift the atmosphere in your home? How do you shift the, the relationships that you have? It's your intimate time with the Lord. It's your worship. Along with worship is, 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 is prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, and in everything give thanks. Do you know we're not just to pray without ceasing, but we're to praise without ceasing? Sorry. I think we overlook that a lot. So we will always quote that we are to praise, pray without ceasing, and people are like, well, how do you pray without ceasing? <laughs> well, 
when you're going about your every single day, you take a moment and you say a, you say a prayer. You can constantly be in conversation with the Lord, even though you're doing other things. So I want to take a minute and define a couple of things because our prayer, we're in a season where the most important thing that is going to help in any circumstance that you have, we are in a time frame, we don't have any more time. We don't have any more time. You can say, well, I'll, I'll be able to do that once this portion of my season is over and I don't have to work three jobs or I don't have to, um, or my kids are back in school or whatever the question or the, whatever the excuse is. We don't have time for excuses anymore. We're the voice that he uses and our, our worship and our prayers and our thanks move the mountains. You want to see a mountain move, this is how you do it. But I want to define a little bit different what prayer is compared to intercession. Prayer's definition is to make a request in a humble manner. Intercession has, multi- has multiple explanations that I want to bring out. One of them is to come between as to prevent or alter a result or course of events. Another one is to intervene on behalf of another. To act in behalf of someone in difficulty or trouble in pleading. To interfere with a force or a threat of a force. The difference between prayer and intercession. Your worship is a form of intercession. Intercession, I mean, once you really hear this, to interfere with a force, what, what, are we, what are we fighting against? Not against flesh and blood. Principalities, powers, and rulers of the stark world. So we're interfering with forces. Does that mean that we're in person and we're fighting that battle for them with whatever's going on in their life? We're not inside their homes and doing that kind of stuff. We, we pray in, we intercede normally on an outside on an outside place, but we're still intervening with a force and pleading on their behalf. We are presenting our uh, declarations before the Lord on behalf of another person. Um, I watched a, um, a ministry time with Joanne Moody. For all of you guys who know her, she's, um, she leads up Agape Freedom Fighters, and she's a, an amazing woman of God. And I was watching um, something with her that was talking about part of her testimony. And I'm not going to go into any of the details other than this one thing. She had a moment where she was dying. And the Lord came to her, and he gave her a choice. 
And he says, the prayers of the saints have given you a choice. Your prayers matter. And they change things. And the, fir- the first thing that the enemy tries to steal from you is what? Your time. If he steals your time, he keeps you from your relationship with God. He steals your prayers. He steals your intimacy. He steals your worship. He will steal your time. He gives you the thoughts. And when we don't take them captive, what do they do? (laughs) They run rampant. They end up affecting our body, getting us sick, because we believed a lie. And it's wasted our time. But not just because of us. Because he doesn't just waste our time because, because of who we are. He wastes our time because of who our family is and who our relationships are. The people that, what if the person that you spoke to next was the next Billy Graham? And you were the reason. You were the one that reached them. We have, we have to come back to be still and wait on the Lord so that he can renew your strength, so that you can mount with wings as eagles. So what can you do if you mount up with wings as eagles and you're flying in the air? What, you can, what can you do? You're soaring on the wind, and you can see everything coming. And everything going. So how do we get better sight in what the Lord is trying to show us? We wait on the Lord. Get our strength renewed and mount up with wings as eagles. Then we run. So we fly and we see. We see the big picture. And then we run the race. And we don't grow weary. We don't faint because our strength is where? In the Lord. And he's carrying us. And he's flying us through. And we are aware of the circumstances. One of the things that um, I said in women's group this last week is if you can be aware of what your downfall is, of what weighs you down, of what makes you distracted, um, heavy, fearful, then you can be aware when the attack comes. One of my biggest, uh, my, my biggest flaw is, is food. I'm not, I'm not it's seriously, it's, I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know Why? I can tell if I don't eat right because it affects the clarity of thinking. I'm not as clear. You know, you get that sugar rush and then you get a, a, a down, right? And then you're like completely exhausted. When I don't eat right, it doesn't matter if it's sugar. It's whether or not it's something I should or should not be eating. I will 
have that down. I will start becoming depressed. Like it affects me in a lot of levels. So if I can't think clearly, can I truly have the strength to take my thoughts captive? If I have a full day of things to do and my body's weak and weary because I'm not eating right, can I really do what I need to do? And this is, my, this is something that hits me, okay? This is, this is something that's been a problem for me. And controlling your eating habits is hard. I mean, it really is. But what was the first temptation? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny, it's giddy, but it's, it, you know, it's, we see Adam and Eve, they get tempted with food as their temptation to knowledge of good and evil. Right? And then you see Jesus in the wilderness turn this stone to bread. It, it's an over and over. It's a cycle that's the same thing. So she, we're aware of it, but it's still hard. But we have, to, we have to come to a place where our desire here is more than our desire here. Our spirit has to take over the flesh. And the more that you allow the spirit to, uh, to win, the less you have of the flesh, and the less the flesh can win. So it's a cycle in the beginning. It can be kind of hard, so you have accountability. You need to have somebody accountable with you for whatever it is. If you don't have somebody that you can partner with and truly be accountable to help you get through that beginning stage, it's hard. It's just like, it's just like anybody that's a new believer. You, you witness to somebody they're a new believer, but if they have nowhere to go after that, what's going to happen to them? They don't know any better. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. So we have to provide an opportunity for change an opportunity for wisdom, an opportunity for growth. And so it's, it's important that this, this right here, your body of, of siblings that truly lock arms, that you have somebody, if you don't know somebody in here, there needs to be an opportunity provided, whether from you or from somebody else that needs to, grab on to somebody and say, hey, let's just go to lunch. I need to get to know you. Hey, stick around afterwards. I want to just chat with you for a minute. Take extra time to allow for that because otherwise people just fall off and nobody even knows the difference. And that's not how we're supposed to be. God's called us to be a unified body. We are to unify you know how worship becomes more powerful? When we unify. You have to, uh, we have to get to where it's, we are an audience of one. And it is only about him. Who cares about your neighbor? It's hard at times. But push through 
to that breakthrough because that's what's going to get you through. And outside of that, we're all lost. And we have to stop seeing people lost and drop off the end like nothing nothing happened. My my heart here is that we all understand what it means to worship and to truly enter into a new realm with the Lord. Anybody know that there's realms that you step into? <laughs> you know, when Sherelle was here, Sherelle Barrera, which is, uh, she's from Washington. She was here at OSI. She'll be here uh, for a women's conference that we're going to have in February. And um, she, when she was here, she, was, uh, she would talk to me, and she would be, uh, in between time, she would ask me if I wanted to go to heaven with her. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. When you step past the outer courts and into the courts, his courts of praise, we can see his face. And you enter into the heavenly realm. And if we can grasp that picture, how many people would love to be able to see that? Would it not be amazing that every time we worship, we step into the heavenlies because we bring heaven out. <laughs> right? So um, I want to challenge everybody today that this week is a different week. That this week is not just every day as it normally is, but this week is a time where we take the extra mile, the extra five minutes, the extra hour, and truly step into times of worship and prayer and intercession. Everybody has the ability to intercede. If, you're, if, if you know somebody that's been in a car accident or that's in the hospital, you, you go into a deep prayer. You intercede for them. That doesn't necessarily mean everybody's called to be an intercessor. It just means everybody has the ability to intercede. And our nation and our world right now needs us to rise up and intercede because we are out of time. And these, these lies that have we've allowed... In our country. Let's not deceive ourselves. We'd allowed it. And unfortunately. But it's time to stop allowing it. And we have to step up to a new level of worship and prayer. To where it's not just our lives that are shifting. But our children's. I don't want my children or my youth in our, in our church to step out in this world and have no hope. We as parents, I, I think almost everybody in this room is a parent. That's not a youth. We have to be righteously angry for our kids. We need to, there's, there's, a, there's an anger that is, that is not good, but there is a righteous anger where 
you have to stand your ground and finally break out from that little box you put yourself in because we were told to shut up. We're not shutting up anymore. We have, our voice needs to be loud in praise. Our voice needs to be loud in worship. And it needs to be loud in intercession and prayer over our dying world. It is dying without your prayers. Shift your mindset from thinking that yours doesn't matter and that it's just about you. When you start walking with Jesus, it's no longer just about you. It's about them. Your calling, stop thinking it's about you. Because it's about them. Because you have to train and equip and lift other people up into it. This isn't a competition. Not one person is greater than the other. This is about lifting others up that need to have the encouragement that you have had. Because your life, believe it or not, is blessed. So start speaking your blessings because your prayers change things. Your prayers save lives and bring people back from the dead. A story I told about Joe Ann Moody, she died. And the prayers of the saints brought her back. So you have to stop thinking they don't matter. I have warfared in the closet and seen demons come at me. I've seen uh, angels come and surround and protect me. I've seen a lot. And you have the ability to see it too, but if you aren't willing to enter into worship like that and to enter into prayer like that, you're going to stay stuck where you're at. You want to get unstuck? Start entering into his praises and his worship into his courts. Leave the outer court. Walk through the veil. So I encourage you this week, your challenge If you haven't taken five minutes, take five minutes. If you currently take five minutes, take ten. If you take 30, take an hour. Well, I'm tired. How much will you sacrifice to see it happen? I have yet to sweat blood. And that's one of my goals. <laughs> I, 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 I went through and I was, I was doing studies on prayer and, and intercession and reading about Jesus and how he prayed. And he would go back and the disciples were sleeping. And he would go back and pray. And he would bleed from his sweat from how heavy he was praying. I have yet to pray like that. We can do everything that Jesus did. And I haven't done that. 
How hard are you praying? Are you willing to pray hard enough to bleed to see what you need to see? I long for that. (laughs) Because I know if I do, just maybe the sacrifice I made might change all of you. We have to sacrifice. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do. And I hope you all will do the same this week. And when you do, I want to hear what happens by the end of this week. So I challenge you, if you can do it this week, you'll see something change and I want to hear what it did because you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony and the testimony is the glory of God we give him glory with the testimony so um, we're gonna we're gonna end with this but I want us to If you, I know there's many that's been waiting on something, but I want us to take the time here to press past. Our nation needs it. Our world needs it. We are coming into this whole new area of understanding of what Christmas is. There's so many signs, so many wonders. But if you're only watching the news, you're missing out. So we will have after party tonight. I have something that I want to share. It's at 6.30 if you guys are want to be here. And... Um, But I want us, if you, if you are waiting for and have been waiting for a breakthrough, I want you to stand, come up and wait. And just wait in his presence. We have the altar music going. We ha- we'll have a couple people for prayer for those that need personal prayer. But some of you, it hits your heart with that you need to wait. So I want you to have that opportunity to come up and just wait and let him speak to you. What's better, getting a word from someone else or getting a word from God? Straight from the source. Some of you need confirmation from other people. I'm not discounting that. But I know when my father speaks to me, shoo. There's nothing like it. So um, we have this playing, but I want to pray. And as we're praying, if you want to come up, altar, anybody 
for the altar team. Go ahead and come up. So if anybody needs prayer. So bow your heads and as you feel led, you can come up. So, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Father, we just, we welcome your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you are igniting hearts. That you're igniting hearts right now. I thank you, Lord, that there's, there's something that's shifting right now in the supernatural. That you are moving in strategies and ways that are moving mountains out of people's lives. I see specific mountains coming out of people's lives with um with health issues, with um, ha, with family issues, with division in the family. Lord, I thank you that you're strategizing right now to create a unification amongst family. Lord, and I thank you, Lord, that you are touching bodies right now. I thank you, Lord, that whether they're here or online, that you are moving mountains. We thank you for who you are. We just glorify you, Father. We just praise you because you're worthy. Lord, we let it all go. Let it go. We say fear go now in Jesus' name. Distraction go in the name of Jesus. All depression Go in the name of Jesus. There is power in in his mighty name. Lord, I pray for revelation of identity. For people who have been wondering who they are and what they're supposed to do. Lord, I declare and decree identification of who they are is being downloaded right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we pray for divine steps, divinely appointed steps. Lord, I pray for highlights as people go throughout their days that they will see who they need to speak to. I pray boldness and an understanding that with boldness becomes opportunity. And to build the boldness, you have to take the opportunity. So, Lord, I pray for opportunities downloaded. Divine words to speak that no matter who they come across and no matter how intimidating that person may seem, that you would speak through them and your words of wisdom, words of knowledge would come out of their mouths. That would become revelationary. We pray for revelations right now, Lord, that your glory would just fall and that as they read, they would receive revelation upon each word. So, Lord, we press into you 
and what your word says of what you have called us to do and to be. And we step up now in this time. We thank you that you have called us for such a time as this. And that you always provide. Ah, we glorify you, Lord Jesus. I just feel this that if you need a fresh, a fresh anointing, if you need to receive something fresh, I just I just feel like the Lord said, just just stand up and stretch out your arms. You can come up here, you can stay in your seat. I just feel like the Lord wants to give a fresh anointing on a couple of people. And that he has something specific, something that somebody's been longing for, a, a new fresh anointing somebody specifically has been longing for. So, Father God, we just I just declare fresh anointings fall right now in the name of Jesus. Fresh anointings on their callings, on their purposes, on their plans. Lord, I pray strategies revealed that each step that needs to be taken is just started to be downloaded right now. Lord, that you, uh, <laughs> that you move and overflowing, just hit them from head to toe with your anointing oil, Father, that they feel the fresh anointing dropping upon their heads and onto their hands, down to the soles of their feet, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the new positions that you are giving people right now. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. No going back. Just hear the Lord say for somebody, no going back. No more, no more gray area. No back and forth. There's no more going back. So, Lord, I just pray for each one's intimate time this week that you will show up and show off <laughs> everything that you are and everything that you have for all of these people, all of your people, that you always desire to adore and love on. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything you're doing. Lord, we glorify you. We want to pray for you. Send us a message with your prayer requests through Facebook or email and let us know how we can pray for you today. Also, let us know how this message impacted your life. I love you. God loves you. Shalom.